Because I think sales, you really need to be on on top of your game in terms of acquiring tech because your um, your compensation or your company's uh, really the revenue comes on how effective its sales processes are. Um, so they're always looking for, you know, using the best tools out there. Welcome to the VectorShift podcast. VectorShift is an AI automations platform. On this podcast, we have conversations with founders and experts in fields such as AI and B2B SaaS. Rush, welcome to the VectorShift podcast. I'm super excited to have you here. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Rush is the CTO and co-founder of Persona. Persona is a sales intelligence platform that consolidates data sources to help identify the next best lead. For our listeners today, we'll discuss Rush's background, what is Persona, his thoughts on sales marketing software and how AI uh, is really the future of a lot of innovation in this space. And finally, what is next for Persona in 2024? Maybe um, for our listeners, maybe could you talk a little bit about your background and kick things off and how you got here today? Yeah, yeah, for, sh- for sure. Um, so I can go a couple of years back in 2018, I sort of really got interested in the large language model space. Uh, I did an internship actually uh, at a research company where we were um, using large large language models to identify the content online. And at that time, there were just tools like BERT. So that's when I really started diving deep into the LLM space. And fast forward a couple of years later, I was working at LinkedIn, uh, where I met my co-founder and uh, I was on the search team and my co-founder was on the customer team. Uh, so what we saw was that a lot of people were really interested in finding out the next best action to go for, especially in sales. You know, there's so many people you could reach out to and there's so much noise, but you really want to find out, you know, who is most likely to buy what you're trying to sell. So you don't waste their time and you don't waste your time. So we really wanted to make the sales process really efficient. And we started um, the initial version of Persona, um, you know, on the side uh, while we were still working on LinkedIn. And we just launched it, you know, just to see what interest was out there. And it got tons of tractions. At that time, it was called Viral Copy. And, um, you know, it got tons of traction. We got into Y Combinator and we were like, yeah, we should really focus on bringing this to every sales team out there. And right after YC, we closed our seed round. Absolutely. A lot to dig in there, but maybe um, also as an introduction, can you talk about what Persona is in your own words? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. So Persona um, is a AI first platform that allows you to get all the information that you need um, to find out who is your next best lead. So that includes finding out, you know, let's say, for example, you're a security company and you're selling login systems. You want to find out all the different engineers who are exactly working on, you know, login systems and companies that actually maybe have, you know, a workspace login. So Persona allows you to dive dive deep uh, through our partnerships with tons of different data providers plus our own DB. So the quality of data that you get is much better than, you know, just going to one sol- solution uh, because we consolidate a bunch of different data sources. 
you get an aggregated response that performs much better. For example, we are able to, you know, find out personal contact email, work contact email um, that has the highest accuracy rate compared to any of the other tools out there. And the way it works behind the scenes is that we are consolidating a bunch of data tools and using machine learning to identify, you know, what is the correct information, what is not. Um, you might have seen like, you know, right now there's tons of people getting high bounce rates because Google is, you know, flagging emails that, you know, sound spammy are being sent to the wrong kinds of people. But by using a hyper targeted approach, uh, by reaching out to people that really are in need of your solution, uh, trigger based work workflow is going to be really important. Uh, and that's what the focus on persona is to, you know, go with the trigger, uh, first. Absolutely. Can you talk about maybe how a user would use Persona? Would it be, you know, they would go into the platform, they would program these triggers. And in this case, if they were to use a trigger, you know, how would they search for, you know, what characteristics, you know, to use? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so they go on to Persona. We have um, a Chrome extension as well. So, you know, if you're pros prospecting on the web in Gmail or on LinkedIn, uh, we take in all your insights from there and automatically link it with the Persona main app. Uh, so it already has like a record of, you know, how are you really selling? Who are you selling to? And then once you go on the Persona platform, you can, you know, search for new, 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 new leads. You can get lookalike information. Let's say you already have a list of companies that, you know, you have sold to in the past. These are companies that you could go after next. So that's, that's the first trigger. Then there's a trigger, you know, somebody has switched a job. Um, that's a really high intense sign because if someone has switched a job, uh, especially if they're a senior position like a VP, they're looking forward to implementing different changes in their company. And that often includes, you know, buying new tools that improve the productivity and success of their team. Uh, so you can use Persona to sort of mix and match these different data triggers and also find the best lead. So we have, you know, a really awesome lead finder that consolidates data tools. Um, and also, uh, we built our own DB for companies and people as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit more about the problem that you're trying to solve? You know, you mentioned that people are getting a lot of spam emails. A lot of emails are not personalized. They're out of context, but maybe you can elaborate a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. So those are those are two key problems that Persona solves is, you know, helping you reach the right person with the right messaging. Um, so you're able to, you know, go after companies in that login system example, go after companies that are just, you know, have a workspace login. So we have an AI agent that basically goes in all the different company websites and you can ask it a question like, does this company have a workspace login? Do they need your login system? And then cater your messaging around that. Um, so let's say, uh, let's use another example. Maybe someone has you know, um, recently launched a new product and you're a marketing company. You can use the top recently launched products list hmm. to out companies that are recently launched a product and be like, here are some ways that, you know, our marketing agency can help you do that. 
Another key prob- problem that we solve is tool o- overload. Uh, you know, there's so many data tools out there that a company has to buy. Uh, I can name some, you know, like Clearbit is an example that people have to buy. Uh, they have to buy, you know, like a sales navigator, a polo or a Zoom info. Um, they have to buy something like BuiltWit. Uh, you know, to find out what company technologies are being used. They have to buy something like Owler to find, you know, what's the company news out there. But with Persona, we can eliminate all of that by just buying it through us. Um, so you buy a Persona sub, sub, subscription and you get access to all our partners. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, cost savings and also a credit-based system. So you're only paying for what you actually use. Yeah. I guess when you were, you know, setting up the company, did you had to you had to work out these partnerships, right, with all these companies? Sure. Can you talk yeah. a little bit about that. When yeah, I think partnerships are a huge part of my day, even right now. I think just talking to people, making sure um, the good part about having uh, these partnerships is that you help each other. You know, like um, I'll give you an example. We're working with this company called Prospio, and they're an email finder tool, and they have you know, amazing uh, success with that. Uh, we help them grow because, you know, they uh, use Persona. People buy credits on our platform. And ex- and in exchange, we, we, we buy credits from them. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a win, 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 win for both. Um, and really highlighting that, you know, in all our partnerships is, uh, you know, showing you really how both of y'all can win, both the parties can win. And I think in 2024, it's going to be a lot about partnerships, not just for, you know, sales tools, but across the stack, you know, whether it's events, uh, co-hosting with different people or building products, blogs, newsletters, it's going to be all about how you can leverage, um, you know, especially this companies like, uh, we are, you know, like the first step in prospecting, uh, yeah. we with things like smart leads for the sending part of it. So combine forces to, you know, teach people how to do the whole story. But we'll have to dive into that maybe at the very end of the podcast. But yeah. maybe can you talk a little bit about, you know, I, I personally noticed there's so much sales and marketing software out there. And I mean, like yeah. in many fields say like procurement, operation. I mean, there's a lot of overlap, but it seems yeah. like there's especially a lot of companies in yeah. there. I, why do you think that's the case? Like, why has there been so many sales and marketing softwares that caused this, you know, very desperate tool set that's very hard to handle for a sales leader? Yeah. yeah, because I think sales, you really need to be on on top of your game in terms of acquiring tech because your um, your compensation or your company's uh, really the revenue comes on how effective its sales processes are. Um, so they're always looking for, you know, using the best tools out there. Uh, and it's very closely tied to the revenue that a company is making. Mm-hmm. So that's what you see, you know, lots of sales tools. And yeah. sales is one of the biggest growing occupations too. So, you know, there's, um, uh, it's one of the fastest growing. And in terms of people that are interested in using the latest tech, it's one of the ones right, right up there. 
Yeah. And one thing that I've, I've seen working with salespeople is that they're very savvy. They know, you know, all the latest tools out there. They want to try and incorporate them into their workflows because by using them, you know, they can improve their, uh, their own, their own work, make their work more productive, uh, make it more accurate, uh, and just do, just do more effective for their team. I'm sorry. You mentioned you guys are an AI first company. Maybe we can talk through and summarize the, the places where AI is used in your product. Yeah, so AI is used right from the beginning, you know, whether it's um, scoring your leads, whether it's finding your leads, making sure, you know, these leads are more likely to convert. Also making it easier for you to do stuff within our app. You know, you might have seen uh, there's a lot of filters and stuff in uh, different sales apps out there. We make it super simple where, you know, you can type your query in natural language. So people can, you know, do things much faster than they would in a different sales application. Uh, but also going back to the foundations of AI, you know, it's just not just Gen AI. I think right now there's a lot of hype around, you know, just Gen AI. But we also use classical machine learning, such as, you know, XGBoost models for ranking, scoring, um, things, things like that, just to make sure, you know, you are seeing, um, it, it all goes back to helping you find the next best lead. Absolutely. And that relies on, you know, scoring mechanisms, being able to understand how your past email campaigns have worked, how your past leads have worked, and then using that to help you, you know, go after the next people. That would that would have a higher chance of you closing the deal. Absolutely. You mentioned you use different AI and ML techniques, you know, in in your product. But if we focus on on the Gen AI piece, how do you think about when and to use fine tuning versus when to use RAG in different applications within your product? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so fine tuning is really in our case used when you have a sort of tone and messaging and you know you've seen these are the kinds of messaging that have converted and you have um you have a particular way and style of writing and of you know whether it's a template um you want that to be the case so i can give you of a, an example of a client that we're working with where um you know they have Tons of people, um, and each person has its own like way of style, and they have sent hundreds of millions of emails. And what they wanted to do was agree on a company standard for sending this email. So a company would have a tone of voice versus each individual person have a tone of voice. Um, so what we did was we fine-tuned about I think a million emails. Mm. Uh, fine-tuning is really good only if you have a large data set. That's you know, um and we fine-tuned on that. And then every time they generate now, uh, one, it saves us the cost on having to, you know, uh, put those context window stuff in because the context window is getting really large. So you save the cost on that. And also it's more accurate just because you've trained it on so much data. Yeah. Uh, RAG, on the other hand, I feel like is um, used when, you know, you have a lot of, uh, like, let's say, uh, you are using the Persona AI assistant and, you know, you have all the company's information in there and you want to ask a specific question about what does this company exactly do? What kind of systems do they use? Uh, it allows you to expand that context window 
pretty much indefinitely uh, where you can ask any question, no matter um, the size of the input. And it makes it more relevant because you're looking at, you know, newly updated stuff versus, um, you know, GPT-4 has been trained on stuff from six, six, six months ago. Um, we're able to train it on new relevant stuff. So maybe you can talk a little bit about, you know, if you're a new founder um, and you're just setting up your company and, you know, you're a B2B company trying to sell into other enterprises, you mentioned, you know, uh, there's a lot of people are getting all sorts of spam emails. Like how, how do you make sure, what is the process that you want to create to make sure that you're hitting the right targets and delivering the right message? Yeah, yeah. I think the first step is to understand who you are selling to. Uh, it's identifying your ideal customer profile. Um, being really clear on that is important. And even if you don't know that, you can use sales tools to figure that out. Um, so, you know, doing a bunch of experimentation. Let's say, um, you know, you're a company that's doing stuff similar to you guys. Um, you might want to reach out to, you know, different startup founders, see how they're building their AI stack or maybe execs at different companies. Those are your two, two different options to go for. First, figuring out who to go for and what, what messaging. If you're reaching out to a startup founder, you know, the tone might be very different than reaching out to like a VP at, you know, a tech, tech company. If you are reaching out to VP at a tech company, you know, your messaging might be, what does your AI strategy look like? You know, just so you can learn a little bit more about how they can really use your tool at their company. And, you know, if it's a startup, the messaging would be entirely different. And also testing to see, you know, who is, um, who is giving you better responses, what the messaging looks like. Um, looking at triggers is also really key. You know, let's say a company has recently raised a round of funding. That's, that means they're more likely to, you know, in, invest in tools out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also, I think one thing we found really useful is teaching people. You know, especially the space is so new um, that you want to try to teach people about it. Um, teach people, if, if you're an AI founder, especially, you know, uh, a lot of people out there want to learn how to incorporate AI in their workflows. And that... That doesn't mean just using chat GPT. They want to really use it how to, you know, maybe in, 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 increase their top line yeah. revenue or improve their marketing or, you know, improve their HR processes. So giving them that content as well, you know, and telling them, okay, I created this, I created this document for you guys. These are some ways, you know, you guys can actually use AI. And that helps them, you know, learn more about you and also gives them that insight. So they're more likely to foster that communication with you, especially right now with the crowd and the people getting spammed left, right, and yeah. center. It's really important to, you know, be hyper specific who you're going after and also being specific with the content that you're putting out there. So I, I mean, Historically, um, have you guys mainly targeted larger companies or, you know, uh, you know, startups at Persona? Yeah, uh, that's a great, great, great question. So our, uh, 
platform is, you know, the sweet spot is about a hundred people companies. So like a hundred to 200, um, as well as startups, there's startups that use us as well. Uh, and then we have CRM integrations on Salesforce and HubSpot. I'll say that those are mostly used by larger companies because they have their own processes and CRM systems and they want to build the data enrichments and, you know, into their Salesforce and their HubSpot. Uh, right in their workflows so their uh, sales reps can, you know, fit into their existing processes. Uh, also, a Chrome extension is widely used by people, you know, uh, across larger companies as well. That's right. You mentioned that, you know, a lot of sales reps are very keen to learn and many people are, uh, you know, looking to adopt AI. But, you know, from what you're seeing in the field, you know, yeah. Has most people thought about using AI already or is it, you know, just beginning or like where, where is the adoption stage yeah. right now? Yeah, definitely. I think, I think almost all the people I spoke, spoke to have started thinking about AI and started playing around, you know, seeing how to, how to make their workflows more effective, whether that's just using chat GPT to start off with, um, there it's. It's on their mind for sure, especially yeah. if you're talking to any VP, uh, you know, they're all thinking about how to make their team more efficient using AI. Uh, I think the year 2024 is really how they use AI to fit into their work processes, uh, their processes, uh, making sure, you know, they're able to directly involve AI into their existing workflows. So this is going to be the year, you know, I, I think we saw the first step of AI, which was really just more of experimentation, just going from prompt, you know, just prompting. Uh, I think now we're in the stage of synth AI, which is taking a bunch of data insights and making it actually useful to your daily work, work, work workflow. Um, so that's going to be, you know, the focus of 2024, where people are yeah. really starting to understand large, vast amounts of volumes of data that a human cannot really consume, uh, or it'll take them a long time to consume. You can make them much more effective by, you know, looking at all the information out there and helping them answer questions in their job and fitting it right in their workflow. So whether that's tools like Salesforce, HubSpot, um, fits right into their stack. That's right. We hear that a lot from our clients as well. You know, I think a lot of people all use 23 as, you know, experimentation. And a lot of people are baking into budgets, you know, 2024 as a, as a key priority, you know, to actually, yeah. you know, into their workflows. Maybe, maybe some final questions on, on product. Um, you mentioned, you know, you have many different product lines. Why, why, in your opinion, is that better than, you know, a point solution that, you know, just targets one of these? product lines yeah um i think a key reason for that is that they blend into each each other we, we don't see them as separate products they're all one product that fit into each other imagine if you're prospecting on you know linkedin you're reaching out to people there you want it synced to your platform so you can really use that data even more or let's take an example, you're emailing someone on Gmail, you want that to be tracked and you want to find out, you know, does that deal actually close or not? Similarly, in your CRM, you want to see insights right there. You don't want to have to like switch apps when you're in your Salesforce. Okay. Um, you want to use the persona insights and take it into your Salesforce or your hubs, HubSpot. Absolutely. So you see them as one big platform with multiple different pieces. 
you know, that blend into each other. And as a whole, they make it much more effective versus just having, you know, one website to go to. Absolutely. It's, it's accessible across the stack. So whether you're in a CRM, and that's our goal with, with Persona is to really make it accessible across all your different sales tools that you use. Absolutely. Maybe you could talk a little bit about uh, what's in store, you know, and for Persona 2024. And I mean, the corollary to that is yeah. maybe what are some opportunities in sales and marketing you know, software in regards to AI um, that, that you still see? Yeah, yeah. I think for us, it's a lot about getting you the best quality data at the right time. So getting really good at the triggers. Um, we just are making it easier for you to catch these triggers earlier on. Uh, an example is uh, we just launched our job change trigger. So now we have a separate section in the app where you can see job job changes. And as soon as someone changes a job, the rep is getting going to get a not- notification. Um, so you know they can catch they can catch the lead faster than another company. Uh, yeah, so it's giving them the right information at the right time. So we're going to continue building uh, these partnerships and triggers, um, and also get into more different sales 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 tools. Right, right. And now we have you know we have LinkedIn, Gmail, we have um, the different CRMs like HubSpot and Sales Salesforce. We want Persona to be you know on every every tool that you use in your prospecting flow and bridge them all together to make them more effective. Sorry. One last question. And thank you again for, for your insights today. I mean, one debate that I see often, you know, Silicon Valley is what is more important, you know, your idea versus how good your execution is. Uh, maybe, you know, you know, you've been running Prasada now for now over a year. You know, how, uh, what are your thoughts, you know, so far on this debate? Yeah, I I think you might have heard this phrase because we both went through IC is make something that people want. And a lot about that is, you know, experimenting. So uh, you have an idea, that's great, but it's really about how you bring it to users. Uh, I think uh, having a a relentless focus on how people are using your product and becoming customer obsessed would eventually help, help you win. Uh, because you need to see how it works, whether it's an idea, you need to go out there, iterate as fast as you can, learn from users, seeing are they actually enjoying what they, what, what you're building? Uh, how can you actually build a better experience for them? I think that would be the winner. Um, so it's the combination of both. I think just having an idea or putting too much focus on, a, on an idea itself. Um, wouldn't lead to the best results. It's about how quickly you're able to move and work with your customers on. Fine. Thank you for your insight to, to, insights today and um, appreciate your time today. Thank yeah. you. So much. Thank you.